Trending Stories of the Day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. You know the number, of course, 086-000-2032. Herbert on the line from Ekuruleni. Herbert, hi, good morning. You want to talk about Umalusi, the metric results? Yeah, I, no, no, that is, not that is last. I think you spoke to uh, Umalusi a couple of days back. Yes, the and, quality assurance uh, body, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you spoke about, um, you know, them detecting group copying. Yes. But they spoke only about their incorrect answers. Question is, are they able to detect group copying with incorrect uh, with correct answers? So, Herbert, my understanding of it is there's a, a thing you get a very experienced teacher to do it called a sort of interrogatory marking or investigative marking. Um, and you'll look at all of the... Cl- so you'll have one small group of markers, maybe two or three people, who will mark that entire group, and they will look to see, did these this group all get the same right answers and the same wrong answers? So it's not just the same wrong answers, it's both the right answers and the wrong answers, is my understanding. So if Zelma and I are sitting next to each other in an exam, and there are 10 questions, and we both get uh, 7 out of 10, and we both get the same right answers and the same wrong answers, um, and there was no one invigilating us, well, then you would probably ask Stephen and Zilmer if they copied each other. Do you see what I mean? My, my impression when they spoke to you is that uh, it, was, it was either mostly through uh, incorrect answers that they were able to detect it. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, yeah, because... Yeah, the correct answers. Well, I think it's all together, Herbert, is my understanding. Is there, is there a sort of bigger point you're trying to make in, the, in this? Yeah, whether, you know, whether, whether there the, the would be students who have a, a, a group copied and have passed, uh, you know, unfairly. Well, yeah, but 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 even so, if you get eighty percent, you'd still have some wrong answers and mostly right answers, and you'd still be able to look from there. Is my point? All right, Herbert. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. I'm afraid on the line from Ekuruleni. It's just gone a quarter to seven. First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, as we still await for the result of our application accusing Israel of genocide at the International Court of Justice, a group of lawyers here are now preparing a case against countries they say are helping Israel commit genocide in Gaza. The lawyers say the US and the UK are helping Israel and thus are complicit. The person who's leading this is the attorney Vikas van Rensburg. Vikas, good morning. Morning, Stephen. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What kind of case are you trying to bring here? Um, we're considering bringing a class action, or we intend bringing a class action in the civil courts in both the USA as well as the UK. I understand holding Israel responsible for its actions, but to extend that to other countries, are there any precedents to this? Has anything like this ever happened before? Um, not that I'm aware of. Um, so this could be a first. So, just help me out here with the legal test. What do you believe you have to prove that the U.S. and the U.K. are guilty of? Uh, We're just arming Israel, selling arms to Israel, as the U.S. does, or giving arms as aid. Would that be enough? Um, It's also a matter of knowledge and the complicity aspect. Uh, I'm trying to think of the probably appropriate word. Um, in the Afrikaans phrases, that's the best equation I can give. Insofar as the protection of Israel is concerned, for the conduct, uh, America has got specific legislation which holds it, li- which holds it liable 
to third parties for conduct committed by a nation to which the USA is providing support. There is specific legislation to that effect, and we will be looking at that uh, legislation specifically. How far does this go? Is it just about we've given, is you know, the United States has given Israel F-16 fighter jets, it's using those fighter jets to bomb people in Gaza, therefore it's complicit. That, that seems to me to be a fairly simple argument. But could it also go to... Uh, the United Nations Security Council is the only body that could order Israel to stop this. The U.S. has used its veto to protect Israel, and therefore it's complicit. Or would that not work? That's actually not a bad argument. Uh, I'll make a note of that and maybe utilize that. Um, that is not how it works, but it's not a bad argument. And any argument can be utilized eventually. And if it's got swaying power, it could become president, so you might just be reported one day <laughs> in the in the legal in the legal case law. I'd be surprised. Um, how important is our application to the International Court of Justice in this? If we lose the application, would your application auto? So, if we lose the application, South Africa's application, the International Court of Justice to say that Israel is guilty of genocide. If we lose that, would that mean that your application is a non-starter? And um, now um, the application in front of the ICJ is a interim application where our action that we intend instituting is a civil uh, summons against the two nations. The burden of proof that exists insofar as the civil litigation is concerned is less than what was before the ICJ because at the ICJ the countries only had to re- well could only rely on the papers filed before uh, that was before the court. In our case, we will be leading evidence and have opportunities to cross-examine uh, like both sides. So that will be a formal trial. So our side will not be impacted by the ICJ judgment. However, it would give us a good idea of certain arguments and legal, certain legal concepts. Which court would have jurisdiction for you to bring this to? Um, in uh, the UK, it will be the Supreme Court, which is equivalent to our High Court. And in the USA, it will obviously be the Federal Court uh, because of the nature or the course of action of the matter. So you would go uh, to, to court, courts. So you would go to courts in those the, countries and you would get judges in those countries to order that their governments should not have done what they've done? Yes, that's correct. Uh, Because your judicial system is independent from your legislative process or your legislative arm of the government, there should not be any impact and or interference. Not to say that it's not possible, but there could be. uh, We've seen how the American uh, Supreme Court of Appeals, the political parties appoint certain judges politically aligned, but uh, we anticipate that we will get an objective, impartial judge. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad you're so optimistic of that. Um, so, so you're asking a judge, and and this has probably happened somewhere in a, a democracy with judges, but I can't think of examples. You're asking judges to rule that the U.S. and the U.K. have followed an incorrect foreign policy and are thus responsible for genocide or war crimes in some way. 
Has this ever happened? It's complicit before? to it. Complicit. I, I yeah. can't think of any previous examples where this has happened before. And the reason I bring this up again is that the issue of precedent is really important. You would have a very high legal bar to get over to make this work. Um, we've got insofar as precedents, uh, just by the way, um, the judge will not necessarily make the uh, decision in the two courts because they do work on jury systems. Uh, in America, so it is convincing but a not, jury not to find the, in our favour, but not in the Supreme Court, but not Court, in the UK, and not and and not in the uh, not not in the UK, but in the USA. So that is just something I wanted to point out. Um, insofar as the presidents available, look, we know the uh, Second World War has held Germany accountable. Um, insofar as paying reparations to the Jewish community, and that could be a guideline and or indication to us as to what route to take. Uh, I also just want to point out, this is not a matter of uh, the Jewish religion versus the Islamic religion for us as lawyers. This is a matter of fairness between people um, and what is just and what is right. Um, so it's not got nothing to do with religion. Um, that's just something which the people seem to be uh, confusing themselves about to think that this is a religious aspect. There's no religious aspect. Um, our our contention is this is uh, exceeding boundaries of self-defense, and that is the unlawfulness. Vickers van Rensburg, thank you. Uh, the lawyers may see it that way. I don't know if everybody does, but Vickers van Rensburg is the lawyer uh, bringing that case.